Welcome back. This is a continuation of the previous message. One of the choices in the kingdom of God, value system is different from um, life lived in this, in, this, in, this, in this life. In the kingdom, one of the profound things that bless me, in the kingdom, in this part of the world, we derive value by how much a thing costs. So, how much is iPhone 12? Somebody says it's what? 12,000, 10,000, Hey! It's money. That's the way we measure value on this, in, in, this, in this life. But the kingdom of God does not measure value by that. This is how the kingdom of God measures value. The kingdom of God measures value based on after you have gotten a thing, what is left? Let me, for instance, if all he has, if all he has is um, a thousand cities, if all he has is a thousand cities, and then he goes to use all the thousand cities to buy this, then it means this is valuable. But if all he has is 10,000 and he buys this as thousand cities, it's still not, it's all, it's still not valuable. Hmm. So the kingdom of God measures value based on what is left after you have given. Mm. So when you come and say, I'm giving God, let's say, you, come, you, can, you can come um, dancing um, a hundred Ghana city notes. And says, Charlie, a hundred is And you come and put it down. If you still have a, a, a 10,000 in your pocket, that's no money to the kingdom of God. There's no value to it. But when it's 10,000 and you come and give 9,000, that's valuable. <laughs> because of what is left. After you have given, what is left determines the value. That is why, listen, hmm, let me say, that's the reason why when um, the, rich, the rich people were given the temple, you remember? And the Bible said that they were given out of the abundance. They had. So that's why they could come and stand there and say, um, I give $10,000. And the people are clapping. Yeah, wow. Hey, $10,000. And everybody's happy. $10,000, $10,000, $10,000. And the Bible said, a widow came who barely had what she had was all she had, a coin. And the Bible said that she came to give that. Jesus said in the, in the measure of the kingdom, the woman gave more than the $10,000. Mm. Does it make sense? 10,000 and one coin, which is more valuable. <laughs> 10 pesos. And Jesus said, this woman has given more than them. Why? Because the rich person, after giving, has a billion in, account, in his account. That is why, remember, when the young guy, the young rich ruler came, he says, I'll follow you. I'll follow you in the kingdom. I'll go with you. Jesus said, go and sell all and come. Jesus wanted to measure his heart and what he values the most. And Bible said, you remember what the Bible said? Bible said the guy left sad. Even though the guy has, has he, said, he said he knows that he has followed the law all his life, but he couldn't enter the kingdom. Why? Because he values something else other than the kingdom of God. Hmm. I'm making some sense, somebody. This is how the kingdom, this was because it's an upside down kingdom. The kingdom of God measures things different. It's not about the amount. That's on the kingdom of God. That is why you could easily come and give 10,000 and it will still mean nothing. A shit. It's kind of shit. 
That is why God challenges us all the time to always push the measure to a place where we have given of our best and our all. That's how you know you have given something of great value. Hey. That's how you know. I don't know that you're just joking with God. That's what some people's offering. It's, it's okay before men, but not with God. Um, there's this speech, I don't want to mention his name. He's been propounding and pushing the Lord against the tithe. Not against the tithe, but I understood. He doesn't believe in the tithe. And even we have even mentioned before that in the kingdom of God, when you go, there's nothing in the New Testament, there's no tithe. There's no tithe. What you see there is generosity. And it says the tithe is a tenth. And it said the tenth were being given by those who have not received salvation. They've not seen the general sacrifice of Christ on the cross. And they were the ones that were obligated to give their, their tithe. But it says in the New Testament, read, Paul said generosity. He said, even, is it the Macedonian church? That even in their lack, they gave. Oh, some people are lost. In the kingdom of God, even those who don't have even give. <laughs> It's one of the marks of the kingdom of God. Value. Your, your value system has changed. If you are going to see, because you remember, I told you, God is a king. Why are you worried about your livelihood? It's a sign that you have not submitted to the king because the king's reputation hangs on you being taken care of. That's what the Bible said. There's one who gives and has more. And there's one that is managing and holding and has his own plan. And Bible said it comes to nothing. Mm. When I started believing this and I started working by it, hey, the provision of the Lord I've seen. I can't even measure my own money. But those who are managing their own money, that's why you can write your numbers. But those of us who are trusting the Lord and giving unto him and being generous, we can't even write our money. We can't. I can't, look, I tell people that I can't, I can't tell of my account, the money, I can't. I've asked MTN to show me my money and my account, I can't. One time they showed me, I said, hey, this amount of money has passed through my hands. But it's the Lord who has shown me value, how to value things. And he's the one who has always been uh, challenging me to press in to a place where he is my provider. I am not my own provider. Hmm. I'm not going to in the house. Shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, change your value system. He said something, the pastor said something, he said, one guy told, one guy said, he said, I, I believe everything you have preached, but I don't believe in, in your tight teaching. He said, look, he said, he said, he says, me, my, 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 my church, they said we should pay tight, me, I pay tight, but he said, I, I give less than what I bring. He said, but, but my pastor doesn't know my pay. Yeah. He said, when, he, said he, he says that when you use the tithe system, people become thieves. And it's true. Some people give according to the measure they think of the man. They don't give out of generosity and understanding. He said, the man, the man said, look, I, my pay, he said, if I bring my, my Actual tenth, it, it, it's more. And the church, no. So I give them what I think. And some people, that's where you are living. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why you haven't seen the Lord provide for you. 
Because you are trying to do it on yourself. I always tell somebody this. I say, look, if you have to pay for, if, if, you, don't, if you don't learn to be generous and then trust God in, in your resources, you have to pay for everything. I said, look, then you, look, have it at the back of your mind that you pay for everything. And I said, when the time comes and your kidney is failing, you pay for it. When I said, someone said, oh, yeah, okay, I can, I, can, I can pay for everything. The day your kidney will start failing, you pay for it yourself. Let's, let's have a different mindset. Are we in the kingdom? Uh, can you, are we in the kingdom? Learn to be generous. When it's time for tithe, I mean, after I listen to it, I don't even know, because the tithe really is a tenth. That's why we try to change, uh, um, use the word more generosity towards God. Choose. Be generous towards God. He said, God, you are my provider. You provide for me. As he's leading you, let the Lord lead you by wisdom and give. Sometimes it will amaze you that the Lord will lead you to meet the very need of the one next to you. Why? Because God is going to cause a river to flow to you. Up until now, you'll be having a stream. A stream come to you, a stream come. And God says, only if you trust me. I will go and put you by the, to take care of the river. But he's, he's careful. He's in small cup. Is it cup or teaspoon? <laughs> teaspoon. You are giving to the Lord teaspoon. You are giving to the teaspoon. You are not generous. Hallelujah. Hey, I'm not making some sense sometimes. Amen. Shake your neighbor and say, neighbor. From today, as kingdom citizens, we are going to be generous. How generous are we going to be? Uh-oh. How generous are we going to be? What's the answer? What's the answer? What's the answer? What's the answer? Too generous. Somebody say very generous. And someone say as generous as you can be. Someone say 100% generosity. Ah. Somebody sitting there thinking, hey, this generosity thing, bad, yeah. <laughs> hey, some styles be, yeah. <laughs> Let me, Holy Spirit, thank you. Let me, let me see. Zach Poonan says something. He says sometimes the things that we don't talk about in church is because we don't have victory over it. Yeah. Sometimes when you go to some place where they cannot talk about money because they don't have victory over money. <laughs> but the reason why I want to talk about it because I want us to have victory over that area. Are you with me? What does it look like to be somebody that every need you have is provided for? I remember Mr. Viala said something. He said, Mr. Viala told me that I am not a wealthy man. He said, I am, what has he put it? He said, I am a blessed man. Then he added, he said, anything I want, it comes to me. He said, the Lord provide. Do you know what that looks like? That anything you want or you desire in accordance with God's will, the Lord gives to you. And I'm seeing the Lord do that with me. I'm, I'm not joking. I'm seeing the Lord do that with me. Why? Because I keep pushing to play, place myself where I am trusting in him as my provider. Hey! I'm telling you. And it's nice to be there. A lot of things you don't even be, uh, pay for it. I, I, I remember one of my boys, Nunu. I just I said, Nunu, I like your shoe. It's nice. The day I was... I was telling him I like his shoe. He thought I was coming to tease him, so I was just going. And I said, ah, who got it for you? My 
the following day, I was just asking, by the following day, somebody has sent the same shoe to us. I like your shoe and the shoe is coming. As against you, you like it and you saved seven months to get it. <laughs> Even by the time your seven months comes, sickness becomes and all of a sudden you are going to the hospital. Which one do you want? Just think about it. And let me show you something. You see, when you're on the side of poverty, you think people don't have. I'm telling you, you, you think people don't have, but it's a lie. I, 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 I remember a story. <laughs> I remember a story. Uh, one man of God said, he said, he, said he, was in, he was in church and just, he just, he just, he just the guy said, Father is giving somebody a house. When he said it, I got an inspiration of the Holy Spirit. There's a father, God is giving somebody a house. I mean, people could not even believe. I'll, I'll continue that story. One friend of mine, very close, this is what he said. He said, look, we have gotten to a place of so much, uh, so great a limit that even when it comes to our own prayer, we, there's a limit to it. But when the man of God shouted, Father is giving somebody a house, he says there was one guy who shouted, Amen. He was a gate man of somebody. And then the guy, the gate man goes home or something. The following day, the man just came home. He has many houses, he just came to his house. And then when he came, he just, he just called, I think, at the gate and asked, You cried this Christmas, have I given you something? <laughs> <laughs> he says, oh God, nothing. He says, the government is giving me a house. Maybe I don't need a house. They say it is here and that and that and that. So here's the key. Go and look for it. The man goes and it's four bedroom house. <laughs> four bedroom house. He comes home, comes to meet the guy, and he's, he's lying on the ground, rolling from here to here, <laughs> to say thank you. While he's saying, the guy says, oh, it's nothing, it's nothing, get up, get up, it's nothing. He says, are there chairs inside the place? He says, no. He said, these chairs, down, they are old. I've ordered a new one, so you can come and collect this one. Aha. <laughs> uh -huh. But you see, you can't think yourself being provided, God giving you a house. Why? Because you have not brought yourself to that trust. You have not brought yourself to that place of trust. Ha! There are some crazy rich people out there who don't know what they're doing with their money. I'm telling you, there are some crazy rich people who don't know what they're doing with their dollar account. They're still thinking, this dollar account, what should I do with it? Should I give it to my children? Oh. How do you receive it? It's generosity. Ghanaians are so conservative, their money, they are conservative at their money. Hmm. 
Raise your own money to come and seek God. Guys, a problem for you. Your own message is that's each 200. 200 cities so you come and seek God. Now it's trouble for you. How then would you see the Lord provide and give you a house? <laughs> uh, it, it, makes, it makes me think, what, what is your tithe look, will look like? If you cannot even use your own 200 to come and seek God, what would your tithe, your tithe, you didn't attend, what would it look like? I have people who, sometimes you have people who, they are here, seated here, not chopping dollars, they are chopping cities. And then they, they travel, and then God gives them a good job, and they are chopping dollars. And for them to send dollars equivalent of their tithe, I said, no. I mean, breaking it down, Mom. <laughs> and here's a, here, let me show you something. Here's a fact. Do you know that God knows that knows your heart more than you do? Do you know that we are surprised, but God is not surprised? Do you know that that's the reason why you haven't experienced a level of generosity? So, it, it took me some time after some experience. I realized I had, you know, the, the tree for lack of better, but I'm just discovering that oh, this is the reason why God hasn't blessed this guy. <laughs> Look, there's some people have realized that. I said, ah, they do one, two, one, they, ah, in here. The reason why it's not blessed is not that God is wicked. I'm telling you, some people, I'm coming to the realization. That's what God is a provider. Thanks be to God for, as the word was coming, you have come to sow. But your 10 Ghana cities is not the only means of your generosity that you're talking about. You are able to save to buy yourself a shoe. But you can't save and say, what instrument can I buy? Hey, can I shake that table? Can I shake it? So that things that are not stable can fall. Can I shake it? You are not able to save and says, what do we need? I want to provide for the Lord. So that the Lord will look at what you need and meet you at your, at, at your need. You are not generous to, to, towards the Lord. Look, where we are going to, the world is so uncertain. You saw, can you imagine a whole 2000, the year 2000, a lot of people lost their jobs like that. Only God knows tomorrow a virus will come. That will, you are, it's your, it's your job. Those, are, those on, your, on your job skill, that will affect. Teachers, how many teachers are in the house? That, 2000, they lost, 2020, they lost their jobs. A lot of teachers were idle. A lot of schools closed. So, if you are somebody that is so generous towards God and trusting the Lord, Oba, 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 you will see, and some people they have seen, they've tasted it. You say, I'm a computer engineer and my life is secure. Today's Chinese people went to eat something, tomorrow it will be Japanese people eating something. Then all of a sudden, the world's economy is changing. We'll see who will provide for you. <laughs> Look at your neighbor, neighbor. 
change your value system. Change, 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 change. Oh, I must say, shake the person. Say, change your value system. In the kingdom of God, even the poor give. Even the poor are generous. Am I making some sense? Yeah, come on. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Even the poor give unto the Lord. In the kingdom of God. Look at your neighbor and say, you have no excuse not to be generous. You have no excuse. Oh, shake another person. You have no excuse. You have no excuse. You have no excuse. You have no excuse. Number two, the second principle, the first, that's the first, some of the principles you see in the kingdom. The second principle is greatness. The principle of greatness. We'll talk a lot on that. Jesus said, in the world, how did they express greatness? They, do, they have dominion over people. They, they, they lord over people. That's the word he used, lord over them. But it says in the kingdom of God, it's totally different. Someday when we meet him, and it's measuring, even not something, even now when God is measuring greatness, God does not measure greatness by those who are standing here and preaching the message. Because I know that majority of us, even while we are seated there, we just want an opportunity to come and use the stage. It says, you're not giving me an opportunity to be great. Give me just five minutes to explain some things, to take them deeper into the world. <laughs> <laughs> to bring revelation upon revelation. The kingdom of God is totally different too. <laughs> he said what? This is what he says. He says, if you want to be great, then here's what you are supposed to do. Be a servant. Be a boy boy. Those days, you know one of the things that a servant of the house does when the guest comes, the servant of their house washes their feet. And those days, it's not asphalt road, though. Sometimes they have stepped on cow dung. So they come with some smell. You know that smell that your shoe carries? Then you are there, hmm, hmm, why, hmm, hmm, uh-huh. And then the servants wash their feet. And Jesus was telling them, and do you know when Jesus started saying these things? Two brothers were saying that, oh God, we have realized you are the king. You're on the throne. So let me sit on the right and my brother sit on the left. And then I hear pepepe, now I hear fefefe. Now be beyond the whole needs. Two brothers, look, they went to tell their mother. Yeah. So that if, if, the mother will come and, the mother will come and beg for them. And talk for them so that they are, they, their household, they have a throne to sit on forever. <laughs> a legacy. They're looking for a legacy. And Jesus said, This was the question I asked. I said, Do you think you can drink the cup I'm drinking? What's the drinking? What, what's the cup he's talking about? He was going to die or he's going to serve through, through death. Come here. Uh, when, when will you put the oil upon me and put the, the robe upon me? Well, what, what, what will you release the cross and the, and the mantle? And then, so when I come, I declare, thou art blessed. Thou art blessed. Oh, be serious. Stop picking some chairs. <laughs> Stop packing some chairs. And let me show you. We are shouting the kingdom. Majority of you young people don't know how to serve. Can I go there? You don't know how to serve. You don't like to serve. 
The service you enjoy is the service that has the light on you. And you are not realizing that that is the reason why you are not coming here. Let me show you something. The Bible says God gives grace to the humble and he resists the proud. Do you know what it means? To resist, it means, me, I always have this picture of, of a fat person sitting on somebody. Mm. God is loaded and is using his weight to sit on you because you don't, want, you don't like service. And you say, nobody is giving me an opportunity. Everywhere I go, nobody gives me an opportunity. Hey, you think opportunity is here. It starts from the back. There are people who have come, joined CYM ministry, and I know them, not because they are in front, but because of their service. It's because there's people go, nobody cares about me, nobody knows about me. Start serving, we know about you. Yeah. Come on, put your hands together. Start serving. Serve and you will be known. Look, the distance between the back and the front is not that long. It's just service. It's not that long. It's just service. And the minute you start serving, it will amaze you how fast you come to the front. There's a book by uh, John C. Maxwell. He said, look, talent is not enough. So people think, oh, I can sing, I can sing. Hey, okay. It, it will even amaze you to know that even those there are people who are singers and things in CY, but they are, they are not often on the stage. Why? Because they are not ready to go through the down experience. Because even for you to come and stand here, Lano will have to drill you. He will drill you. He will teach you to go down. You think you can sing? He will make you go down so that when you stand, you can stand well. Oh, nobody gives me opportunity. Be serious. <laughs> Dr. Ben Otabo said something. He said, look, Potential is known when it goes through the fire. So I have potential. I have, okay, let's go to the fire. They will know whether you have potential. Stop, stop confusing us. Hey, I'm going to tell in the house. Shake your neighbor next to say, neighbor, it's time to serve. It's time, it's time, it's time. What is service? Anything that is required that we have to do to get a job done. Anything. Does it include clean, uh, clean the toilets? Oh, that one is not part of the service. That one, we have to pay some people extra to, to do it for us. As for us, we have God's children and nobody. Who wipes your own bottles? Who wipes your bottles? You're able to wipe your bottles. <laughs> then you can clean the WC. Then you can clean the WC. Hmm. You have years of experience. If you are 22, you've been wiping your butt half over. <laughs> At least 20, you have been wiping your butt 20 years. And you've done it decently that you don't walk about with shit on you. Am, am, am I helping you see the picture? <laughs> don't come and come and see. Um, you know, some people behave, we can't say, I see you don't clean your shit. <laughs> Even the most beautiful lady cleans her shit. And definitely the most handsome man cleans even the shit. 
Don't let them deceive you. Don't let them deceive you. Don't let their looks deceive you. <laughs> Are you sitting by a beautiful <laughs> Or are you sitting there by a handsome man? <laughs> oh, look at the person says, Let me name someone yes, sir. Let me name. I never knew. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I never knew until today. So don't tell me that when you say you are supposed to clean the toilet, say, hey, and catch him say, you better clean toilet. Hey. My friend, be serious. I was telling them sometimes when I was going in service and in, in, in love of God and all that, those days, one of the places I loved to clean was the toilet. Yeah. Recently, the boys that are with me, I was telling some of them that I can see that they are now growing a love for the toilet. I'm telling you, you clean the toilet so much that you keep coming back and looking. And, and you, 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 you are saying like, are you living like that? Yeah, don't say that's why I'll clean, I like clean the toilet. Oh, I can even go and sit there and eat. Yeah. But you put some of your toilets are going there, are going there, they're going there like that, your own toilet. <laughs> you're not serious. It's, it's a sign that you're not serviceable. Not only to God, even at home, you're not serviceable. When, you see, when I started staying with some of um, the, my boys, then all of a sudden, I think I can, the Lord was just showing me, these are some of the things the parents go through. Yeah. Yeah. When you have somebody who ignores cleaning the toilet, but he wants to go and stand out and lift up his hand and say he's singing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's some of you. That's the, reason, that's the reason why your parents don't believe in your Christianity. Say, I know. I'm telling you, you can't clean toilets. But you can pray. You can bind demons, but you can't clean toilets. Oh, I'm telling you, be serious. I'll be serious. You can't clean toilets, but you can bind demons. <laughs> Hey, am I making some sense to somebody? This great deliverance. So look at the one next to you. Tell the person, the word of the Lord is unto you. Right. The last one, which is supposed to be the first, is that the kingdom of God is supposed to be our prime objective or the, 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 our soul desire. Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God. You remember we read Matthew 6, we should seek the kingdom of God. What does it mean? Everywhere we go, you have to realize that God wants to reclaim that place as his kingdom. And everything that God calls us to, he has called us by a kingdom first. Or how do I put it? By a kingdom agenda first. Am I making some sense, somebody? Somebody said, I want to be an educationalist. You are going to be an educationist because that place, God wants a kingdom agenda there. Oh, am I making some sense? Yeah. Whether in the field of computing, in the field of architecture, in the field of fashion, in the field of where? What are the things people are studying in school? Carpentry. 
pharmacy. You are going there because the kingdom of God is your prime desire. And then we are taking the kingdom there. Am I making some sense? Am I making some sense? Yeah. We are not just going there because we want money. It's because, look, in the kingdom, our king takes care of us, whether we have work or not. We are going there because of a kingdom agenda. And this is the reason why some people are missing out big before the Lord. Because they are not seeking their profession with a kingdom mindset. Whether you are, going, whether, whether you are a model, hey. Even there, the kingdom must be first. So that when you reach there and they say, come and wear something where your botos is, is, is about to say, look. Says, I'm a kingdom person. This your dress. How does he? <laughs> when you look at, listen, when you look at the world of fashions, because we don't have a lot of kingdom people there. That's, that's basically it. Every field, as long as the kingdom-minded people are not there, the evil will, will reign. That's all. But if you are people that are seeking the kingdom first, I'm studying architecture, the kingdom first, what then can I do here through the kingdom principle? All of a sudden, God will give you wisdom that will even blow your mind. I'm not if you remember Daniel. Daniel was a person of the kingdom. Daniel... Bible said that even while he was in somebody, another kingdom, he knew of God's kingdom and he made sure that God's kingdom influenced whatever he did. Are you aware that in Ghana, they said we have 71% Christians, but the country is very corrupt and every day the corruption is happening. Do you know where the corruption is coming from? The corruption is coming from your parents who are Christians, but they are taking extra money. You think I'll take it's your parents. And some of you are already started. You are following the, in the suit of your parents. You are changing the zeros and all that. Then you come and say, Oh, God has provided for me. You are a liar, you're a thief. He said, As for life, this is the way it's supposed to be. This is the way. It's because you don't have the kingdom of God as a goal. I'm making some sense. Yeah. If all doctors, how I many of you want to be doctors? Lift up your hand. You want to be doctors? Hey, why are the medical students? Medical students. Hey, why has he why, why don't you have enough medical students? What are you both studying? You are changing your profession. Computer science people, computer, computer people, computer people. The architect or building construction engineers, where are you? Oh, lift up your hand. Listen, one of our guys who's, who's into that field is into uh, engineering and the rest. And he says, Look, so one of the heartbreaking things is when you see con contractors who are not bent on doing the right thing. He said, look, this is the interesting part. A contractor will give you money. You the engineer, because some of them they have to approve. Gives them money. Like for instance, if they're supposed to do, use 5,000 to do the good job, the contractor is willing to give you 1,000 so that you allow him to do a shoddy job. Isn't it so hard because he's ready to part, give you money so that he will do the wrong thing. 
Meanwhile, he could use the money to do the right thing. It's amazing. And this is the canker we have come to. And all of them go to church. All of them go to church. Cutting corners. Why? Because the kingdom of God is on first. It's money as usual. Money first. Let me build a house for my, my wife and kids. And then they say I'm a fool. Those are the things. Pajero, Pajero. And some of you, that's what you're doing. You are ready to cut corners to, even sometimes, eh, there are those that even have raised more than enough money for camp. And they won't bring all the money. There have been times where we, we were going on mission. You remember? When we were going on mission, we were raising, we were setting around that time, maybe 5,000, between four to 5,000. And then some people says they don't have the money. Meanwhile, they raised the, <laughs> they raised the money. Now, those times, I raised the money to support. So because they, don't have, they said they don't have the money, some of the money I've raised, I put it into it. And then when we have gone on missions, the, those that said they don't have the money, I'm telling you, when we had to go and do some shopping in the north, for the, they, have, they had bags. Me. <laughs> I'm, I'm the heavy provision. <laughs> me, the one that is head of the... Me, I'll be sitting in the bus. And then LT is the one who will go and show himself, Pastor Rod, I bought you this. Me, that often, sometimes, oftentimes, I have money. Or I, have, I have money that I've raised. I will not even go inside to go and shop with it all. But people have raised money. They don't have money. Clean their mouth. They've raised the money. Okay? The money they've raised is for them. And they are buying shortbread. Value system. They were buying shortbread and some. I said, I saw some people. I said, Hey, young people, what a shock! <laughs> this is corruption 101. You started. You started. By the time you reach 30, you're a professor in it. You're a lecturer. You can teach others. Shake your neighbor next to you and say, neighbor, neighbor, make the kingdom of God first. Hallelujah, make the kingdom of God first. Tell him, make the kingdom of God first. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are we blessed? Amen. My desire is that there will be a shift in you. Amen. Let's live generously because we have a king who provides. Let's serve because that is a measure of true greatness. Amen. And let's make the kingdom of God first because beyond it is nothing. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. And give you his peace. May the Lord reveal unto you the depth of his kingdom, his knowledge, his power, all revelations according to him. And may you live enthroned 
executing and living out the mandate of your call as a kingdom child may you experience the provision of your god even now and always may your peers call you blessed because the kingdom is first even now and forevermore in jesus name and all shall say amen come on let's give the lord a shout of praise thank you for listening to this message hope you've been blessed for more information and resources visit any of our social media platforms the website for the ministry is www.connectcyi.org instagram is at connectcyi and facebook is christ for youth international